Welcome to the Week in Review podcast. We're going to go ahead and get started off with Song of the Week this week, which is Life of the Party by Kanye West featuring Andre 3K. Now, if you've listened to Donda, you might be thinking, hmm, that wasn't on the album. Did he release that as a single? And uh, no, he didn't. For some reason, Drake leaked this song, <clears throat> which I don't know if this was an attempt to like fuck with Kanye or something, but uh, thank you, Drake, because man, this song is magical. This song is powerful, bro. Like I would put it up there with a Pidta by um, Jay Electronica and Jay-Z. It's just, it's really emotional stuff. It's um, Andre and Kanye talking about their mothers who passed away. And I'm not going to read the lyrics because I read through them. And I think if I read them out loud, it wouldn't have the same impact. But uh, I teared up during Andre 3K's verse because he just has a way with words, bro. Like... If you know, if you've listened to Outkast, you already kind of know what I'm talking about, but go listen to this song. I mean, the production's good. There, there's a sample at the end, bro. I just, I'm just going to say rest in peace. I'm not even going to spoil it for you. But yeah, uh, definitely go check that out. And then I was going to, it was this Reason song I was listening to the other day, but I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't screenshot it, so I don't know which one it was, but I'll just talk about Reason for a second, because I don't think people really listen to him. Let me see how many um, monthly listeners he has on Spotify. Oh, never mind. He's got over a million. I'm tripping. Well, anyway, I like Reason because, one, his voice is super raspy and shit. It's super unique. Two, he's got good rhymes and shit, like a good flow. He brings up good ideas and stuff. But um, over everything else, I like him because he's really raw and honest about the shit that he's talking about. Like, Colored Dreams was about him killing somebody, I'm pretty sure. His stepdad, I think, that was, like, fucking with his mom. And then... Here, I'm going to look it up real quick, just so I'm 100% sure. Oh, nah, he's just talking from perspective. <laughs> I think. From a cold record called Killer, you check it out. I don't know, he, he talks about street violence, and I guess that's not something super unique, but... Um, I just really like his perspective a lot of the time. He, he talks, and he, he's kind of always coming from a, um, like, a wiser, like, older perspective, like, standpoint. I don't know. Check him out if you haven't. Uh, I think the first song I heard was Colored Dreams, and then Drive Slow's pretty good. That's, like, a flip of Kanye's song. Um... I feel like no one really listened to There You Have It compared to uh, New Beginnings. New Beginnings was a lot more... I mean, it had more 
mainstream features schoolboy q isaiah rashad jid that yeah extinct that went hard uh absol was on that too a lot of good shit showstop <laughs> was pretty good i was kind of mad they only had kendrick's uh kendrick's um only his ad libs are on there that shit kind of pissed me off i wanted a verse but they've got kendrick on there going wait wait showstop wait wait Speaking of Kendrick, Family Ties came out the other day. I don't know if I talked about that. Um, it was pretty good. I like Kendrick's verse. It's, even the part people were saying was kind of corny uh, when he went to the brother uh, rhyme, but I liked it. It's just him showing that he can do whatever the fuck and still like get away with it, I guess. Um, but yeah, that was pretty good. I'm going to be completely honest, bro. Not a lot happened this week. I wrote... Let's see what I wrote down. Can't honk through other people. Let's try to figure out what that means. Um, oh, I was... So... The highway exit by my house that I live near, that I go to... Like, to go south, I guess. Instead of north. Because north, I go a different way. But to go south on the highway, I got to go this certain way and it doesn't matter but once you get to the stop sign you can either turn right or go straight and turn left those are the two options and so i was behind this car and then there was like a bigger 18 wheeler i guess in front of us and the 18 wheeler literally like pulled oh no no, no wait it wasn't in front of us it was from the the lane to the left of us and he had turned left to get onto the highway which was in front of us and he just stopped and we got the green light so like we're supposed to go but this dude's blocking the whole fucking way and the dude in front of me is not doing his due diligence his duty as a citizen he's not honking at this motherfucker to get him to move like this dude is literally just sitting there he's not there's no fucking use and if he is posted up about to fix something well then goddamn we need to move on but Dude, if someone's just standing fucking still in the middle of the road, you honk at them. That is what you do. So after a, like a few seconds of this, I I really, really want to honk, but I don't. Because I the dude in front of me is going to think I'm honking at him, which it's not his fault, but it is his fault that he's not honking. And then the light turns yellow, and so I'm fucking mad, and so I lay on my horn, and the 18-wheeler moves... And the car in front of me gets to go, but the f I get stuck at the red light. And I'm not saying that the 18 wheeler moved because I honked. I'm not. I don't know, but I did honk, and yeah, can't honk through people. That's why that's written there. Also, whenever like someone in front of me gets cut off, or or like some bullshit happens. I, I want to honk at the person in front of them for them, but that's not my place. I should should reserve myself. Uh, anyway, also, I wrote down, I hate spiderwebs. And I think that's because I had multiple jobs this week um, where it was in the country and there are just spiderwebs everywhere. And man, like once you've walked through one spiderweb, you never feel like you've gotten all the web off. So 
even going going under houses is the worst too because you can't see all the webs. So you're just you're crawling and then like you get this fucking feeling all over you and you can't see yourself you know it's not a third person view so there could be spiders crawling around you and shit and yeah so the whole time i was working i was just fucking wiping myself over and over again in like the same places but i i don't know it filled me with crazy anxiety that shit sucked um works slowing down actually which i'm not super mad at but it is gonna matter eventually i'm still waiting on the application to come back so i can take my test and get my license but right now i not really having anything to worry about so that's cool um still need to find a gym to go to i haven't i just haven't been fucking lazy i haven't looked yet but I don't want to pay for a gym, man. That just, just the thought of that drained the life out of me because when I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, I got a gym membership for free with my employment, employment, yeah. And then when I went to Columbia College, Chicago, they had a gym in the UC, which was the dorm. So I've never had to pay for a gym, man. And it just seems like all the gyms are either too far away or too expensive. Like, what the fuck am I paying $50 a month for? Honestly, I, I will, I'd want to pay like 10 to 15 bucks, 20 max. But man, 20 bucks a month? That's a lot. My monthly charges are like my phone bill, which is crucial and necessary. Uh, not car insurance, I had that paid off, um, internet, necessary, electric, water, gas, all that shit, necessary, um, crunchy roll, which I don't really use to be f- completely honest, but I'm pretty sure Michael does, and I'm not stressed about crunchy roll, like, I'll, I use it whenever I feel like watching anime, so I want that there, I did cancel my Netflix stuff, not too long ago because I wasn't using that ever. The only time I had used Netflix was when I was trying when I tried to go to sleep, I would play like a stand-up special or something to listen to. And you know, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, um those were the main two. Tom Segura, Mike Burbiglia. Um, but yeah, that's really the only time I use Netflix or when like a new show that I wanted to watch came out or like a new season of a show that I'd been watching, but I hadn't actually opened it in months because podcasts pretty much replaced listening to the same stand-up special over and over and over again. And, um, I just don't really watch TV like that anymore. I guess I've shifted back into like a YouTube phase of my life. It's come and gone. I mean, in middle school, I was really big into Minecraft YouTube. I would watch How to Minecraft, like all the seasons of that, which is basically people starting from nothing. And then like a, a lot of YouTubers coming together on a server and interacting and building shit, which was always cool because it was people that I liked. I used to watch Ollie A and Vicstar. And then it got a little bit more into like Call of Duty commentaries, like Phase Jev, 
I really liked him. Um, he was like a big role model for me, actually. I He was like funny and down to earth, but when it came to it, he was serious about stuff and said stuff that mattered, like tried to give his viewers advice and stuff. And I watched his videos every day for a long ass time. Then somewhere in there, it transitioned to like binge watching TV shows so, like, it's, it probably started with that 70s show because I had never actually watched it all the way through. So I watched that and How I Met Your Mother, The Office, all that shit. I'm not, I'm not a super huge movie watcher. It'll just be, I'll be struck with a movie watching mood. And that's when I watch movies. Like the other day when I watched Menace to Society, I was just bored as fuck. And so I looked on HBO and yeah. Oh, also, that's another reason I wouldn't cancel my Crunchyroll is because I use Michael's HBO, so that'd be kind of fucked up. Um, we've always done this shit forever. I mean, back when Michael's brother had a Crunchyroll, he let, Michael let me use it. I don't know if his brother ever knew, but it's not like it, there, there's not a certain number of screens that you can use on Crunchyroll. They're pretty chill. Um, Netflix there is. I don't think there is for Hulu or anything else. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter, but... Yeah, Netflix had raised their price, so I gave up on that shit. Um, and recently, yeah, I'm back into YouTube, though it kind of depends what I watch, I guess. I mean, I talk about it a lot on here, but staples are definitely Cody Ko, Noel Miller, the funny guys, um, Moist Critical. He's kind of like jeb pretty much he, like down to earth funny gives advice when it, when it matters um just like a genuine guy on the internet that's made it big and i think that's really cool that they keep that um that feeling of genuineness and they don't let it go to their heads and shit i feel like that's the worst part of fame and stuff it's when people really let it affect and change who they are i mean obviously it's gonna it can't not change you but you can use it in a positive way more than just flexing for yourself but who the fuck am i bro i don't know i haven't went through that um i do have a problem with money burning a hole in my pocket i know i always have and i try not to let it burn i guess but as i'm saying that i'm getting ready to talk about oh Mom bought something for me. I'll read that in a second. Um, or, oh, yeah, yeah. I got some more vinyls this week. Uh, Movie Trading Co. was having their Labor Day sale, which was pretty cool because um, I woke up on Friday and didn't have shit to do. I didn't have an inspection Friday, so I was like texted Rogelio to get smoothies because we normally get smoothies from Smoothie King. That's a $5 Friday. And then I was going to ask him whenever we went, hey, do you want to go to Movie Trading Co.? And then we both got the text about the sale, and, and it was just perfect. I love it when stuff works out like that. But I went there. I got a Foreigners uh, single. I got Barry Manilow. Looking, or looking for the feeling, I think. Barry Manilow. discography trying to get the feeling yeah and then I got the 
last Lionel Richie vinyl I needed, which it's not, it's not like the last one that he made, but it's the last one from the 80s, so that's what I really count. Uh, Dancing on the Ceiling, I was really happy to get that. Um, also, I got pop figures from there. I got a Wolverine one because Wolverine is badass and has always been my favorite X-Men character. And I got Zombie Gambit because Gambit's pretty cool too. I don't know. I've always liked playing him in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And then I got Raichu because it was buy two, get one free. And the Gambit one was like the most expensive. And then the Raichu was the same price as the Wolverine. So I was getting the most bang for my buck. And then I got some posters because those were buy two, get one free as well. I got... I got a Studio Ghibli movie poster. I don't remember. Spirited Away. Duh. Don't be an idiot. And then I got this poster with, I think they're foxes. It's, it's a bunch of foxes holding, like, fire in their mouths. I don't really know. And they're about, they're around a tree, and it's nighttime, and there are stars, and it's a lot of dark colors. But then the foxes are kind of like a, like a, if, if you've seen Ponita, that's what they look like. Kind of like a white-yellowish mix. Um, I just like it because I have like a nine-tailed fox banner that I made in English. And I thought it would kind of go with it. Because the banner I did... The background is dark blue, I think. It's dark and yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, back, the background is dark blue. And then in the middle is the fox. Nine-tailed fox, orange. And it's on top of a hourglass which i don't remember why and honestly i can't oh wait no i do remember i do remember i wrote in japanese at the top because we were supposed to have a mo it's a crest like a family banner or whatever but we were making it and um i wrote at the top in japanese uh, what is real will prosper i'm glad i haven't forgotten that because when i do forget it's gonna suck because no one's gonna be able to read what i wrote in japanese and I'm never going to be able to decipher it. So once I forget, it's just gone forever. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm in a Naruto. That, that's all there is to that. And then the third poster I got is a really fucking cool Nightmare on Elm Street poster, which is actually, it's what I'm going to give to Ricardo for his birthday. Because like I said last week, if you were listening... <clears throat> if you're paying attention to what I'm talking about, uh, I owe Ricardo a birthday present. So he's really into movies, and I sent the picture of the poster to, to Kevin, and Kevin said that he's really into Nightmare on Elm Street specifically. So that's awesome. I'm sure he'll love it, but I'm not going to lie. The longer it sits here in my room, the more tempted I am to make it a permanent addition because, shit, it is fucking cool. It's this girl, and she's kind of, you know, she dressed skimpy. You know how the 80s horror movies are. They really wanted to show titties, just anything to get people in the doors. And then the claws from Freddy's glove are, like, above her face. And he's not really even in it. It's like a skull face thing, but it's creepy as fuck. It's really cool. But then it says, Nightmare on Elm Street at the bottom. If Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all. That's what it says on the top. Um, but yeah, that's what I got from Movie Trading Co. And then we went to Half Price Books. And I got 
Another pop figure, Maximilian Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh. That's my second Yu-Gi-Oh one. I also have um, Black, uh, Red Eyes, Black Dragon. And then I got a Triumph Vinyl, a Possession of Power, or Progressions of Power. And then there's one more I got from there. There's one more I got from there. Uh, oh, Dancing on the Ceiling is the one I got from there. I Okay, that gotcha. And then I also got this Kingdom Hearts figure, which I didn't know existed. It was like six bucks, so it was no big deal. But it was like this GameStop exclusive collectible. There, there are four more out there that I'll probably never find, but I like Kingdom Hearts. It was um, Sora in monster form, so I said, fuck it. Let's see what my mom got me. Breads and preserves. Oh, wow. Preserves. I promise I can talk. Pineapple preserves. That's cool. Thank you, Mom. I'm not going to say Mom at the end. That's weird. Oh, my mom finally made my birthday cake. Not not to say finally, like it was something I, I was waiting on. I'm not, a, I'm not that worried about it. But she made my birthday cake, and I had asked for a Tres Leches cake. And I don't think she's ever made one before, or I'm pretty sure this was her first attempt, but it's pretty good. I'm not even going to lie. She said it was ready, and then I don't... Let me start over, man. I'm, I keep rushing into this, these stories. I'm sorry. Um, Friday, she said it was ready at about 5, but I had been stuck at Pop... Oh, wait, I didn't even talk about this yet. Okay, so I went to Poppy's, right, to change... the or I just went over there to chill and then talk to him also because I thought the I remember there being a record player over there when I was a lot younger I remember the big box speakers with like the cross cut shit on the front you know what I'm talking about if if you do and if you don't well sorry but yeah I was thinking maybe some old record player shit would be over there it wasn't I did get some records from over there, though. A bunch of old country records. Uh, George Strait, Johnny Cash, George Jones, stuff like that. But I went over there, and he was talking about how he had antifreeze in his oil. And com complaining about how he needed to change the oil and shit. And he's an old-ass man, and he's kind of fat, too. That's not my words. That's his words. He just keeps talking about how fat he is. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck do you want me to do about it? Nah, but yeah, so got the oil pan right, got under there, and I couldn't find the oil f plug, and he couldn't remember where it was, which he was really freaking out about that, like, I should know where it is, and I, I asked him, when's the last time you changed your oil, and he said, the last time I was even under there was probably five, six years ago. And I was like, okay, well, if the last time I did something was five or six years ago, I wouldn't really be freaking out if I couldn't remember how to do it. And then I told him about how I fucked up my oil change the last time, which didn't make him feel any better, but it did get him off the subject for a second. Um, but I looked it up several different times, and then finally I felt something on the side of what I thought was the oil pan, and... Turns out, yep, it was the oil plug, so uh, got it loose, got that shit draining, and 
he's still complaining the whole time like nothing's ever easy nothing's never simple and um that's my life story i feel like <laughs> even if you know how to do something like back to front it nothing ever goes exactly as it planned as it was planned um but yeah once once i had finally finished doing that um Mom texted me that the cake was ready. I went over there, and then I pulled it out to start eating it. And apparently it wasn't ready. You need to let it sit in the milk for however long. So I took it home, and like three or four hours later, I tried some. And it was it was alright. But then, like the next day, I tried some, and it was ten times better. So I think the longer it sits in that milk, or, or whatever it is, like the better it gets because it's so moist and it falls apart and it's sweet and the one the one thing I, my critique would be is there's like this whip topping on top mom said she like started making ice cream on accident i think uh i could do without the whip topping next time if you're listening mother but all in all great first attempt if that, I mean, even if it's not your first attempt, good job on the cake. That was really good. Next year, I'm probably going to do a cookie cake just to have, just to change it up a little bit. Last year, I had a tres leches cake too, so I'm kind of getting burnt out on that. Um, what else do I have to ramble about? Hmm. Oh, yeah. The other day, I was getting lunch with my parents, and I decided to tell my mom about this guy almost hitting me on my way to Jack in the Box, right? And before, I started the story like this. So I almost hit this guy on my way to Jack in the Box the other day. And before I can get out the fact that it's not my fault, she's already shaking her head at me. It's like, can I get a chance, please? I told her, I was like, stop shaking your head at me. What are you doing? Uh, let me talk. Like, that's so discouraging. I don't even want to finish the story anymore, but... Uh, basically, I was in the left turn lane, and I got my green arrow to turn left, and so I started to turn left, and this truck, who wasn't in the left turn lane on the opposite side, just started to go straight, and we almost fucking collided. And I stopped before they stopped, and then I kept going, because we were just stuck there in the middle of the street, and, but I did stop long enough to look over to my left and see that his fucking green light was not on. The green arrow to turn left was on, but this motherfucker was not turning left. So I looked over long enough to know that I was right and then kept going. I'm glad I didn't hit anybody. That would have fucking sucked. All right. I think, I think this is all I can do. Uh, it's time to talk about the music. So first, I'm going to talk about Donda, because I already I already talked about the yay stuff a little bit. Um, I didn't do song by song on this, because I was driving, and I'm kind of getting tired of doing song by song shit. I would rather just do an overall summary kind of thing, which I've been trying to do uh, more and more, but I think the production on this was amazing. Every song had, like, a distinct snare beat. Every sound has layers. I mean, 
Hurricane is a great example. Just listen to The Weeknd's fucking voice. I think Kanye takes all of the features and makes them ten times better than they already are on their own just with his production. Um, There's a drill beat on Off the Grid. That was pretty cool. Uh, And then Lord I Need You was like the classic, slower, introspective Kanye. Or, or that's not really even the classic yay is what I was realizing because cause that's what I felt but that's really like yay yay or like Pablo yay um, but yeah I, I like that that song a lot Lord I Need You it was about Kim um, which I whatever it's a good song <laughs> um, there were a lot of good features on this like I said uh, Cardi, Lil Baby, The Weeknd, fucking uh, Conway and Westside came through for a song. That shit was good. I was just, man, I heard their verses and their verses were good. And I was just hoping, I was really hoping that Benny was about to start spitting next. But then Kanye started spitting. I was like, man, it was it was still good though, you know? Uh, I really like all the vocal samples that he uses. Uh, like on Donda, that sample is really powerful. Um, kind of puts a lump in your throat a little bit. But the end of that song put me off of it. Um, but what I do like about this is religious music kind of really gives Kanye a, a great excuse to use his choirs and shit and add even more layers to the music. I mean, obviously, he's always had that soulful uh influence in his music that's always shown through but i mean religion and choirs go together if i'm i'm no fucking aficionado but i would imagine that choirs came about because of religion or maybe not i don't know but this is just kanye's putting his all into this shit and i did hear one of the criticisms was all the part twos and stuff kind of drag the album down which um i disagree not not saying like the part twos were needed but thinking about it in like a long-term kind of way i'm never gonna listen to this album straight through again most likely i'm the only way i'm gonna hear this shit is in my like songs over time and i really think it's cool that he put out part twos with different verses and stuff. Um, Cause why not? Like if, if, if I put out a good ass song, but I have a, I have that same song with like a different verse on it. I would still put that out. Cause everybody wants to hear that. You know what I mean? Like remixes and stuff almost, I guess like hearing, hearing the same song, but instead of hearing young thug on it, I get to hear like, I don't know. I can't. I can't think. J Cole on it instead, on as a guest instead of Young Thug. Like that's cool. I would want to hear what each of those people has to bring to that song, and so I feel like that's what the part twos kind of do. Uh, in some instances, they they get they let us hear that or what it could have been or maybe what. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably what I think it was. Like that was what it could would have been, and then he just liked the finished version more. That's my guess, but. Um, yeah, it wasn't overly religious either. That's something I was pretty worried about. And I didn't really mind that it wasn't 
explicit. Like it was censored and uh, no cussing is what I'm trying to say. And I didn't really mind that at all, which I thought I would. So all in all, I'm happy with this. I wasn't sure where he was going to go with it, but I think Kanye delivered. And like I said, bro, Life of the Party would have been the best song on that album. And it's not even on there. You got to go to YouTube to find it. But please do. Please do. Well, I talked about the fucking... I talked about the Democrats. Now I got to get to the Republicans, I guess. Um, Certified Lover Boy. I, I, I just have a different tone on this album in general. I just get a different feeling from this album compared to Kanye. When I was listening to the Kanye stuff, like, I really didn't know what to expect. Every every song, I was... I don't want to say on the edge of my seat because I was driving. That sounds kind of dangerous. But I was definitely anticipating, like, ooh, what is he going to do next? But for Certified Lover Boy, it's just Drake. You know what I mean? What I wrote down for this was... There aren't any, there aren't really any misses on this. By now, Drake knows what to put out and what's gonna work. He's got his lyric game down. No surprise there. I mean, Drake's always been in his lyric game, even since he came out. Um, it's really hard for me to get excited for new Drake. I mean, it's just him over a different beat. You know what I mean? I mean, what um, I will give him he he does uh, both singing and rapping except really well and it it, it doesn't really matter which one he does at this point like i'll take either one he's good at that that shit he said about his dad saying um tupac never sing like mike mike never rap like tupac i probably just fucked up that verse but um he, he he's made that his thing and i really like that um the lyrics on seven seven a.m on a bridal bath were really good and it was over like this weird ass sample of like it sounded like someone had recorded a karate class like yeah um also if you see a timestamp in the title from drake you know it's gonna go hard uh that's just something like an overall rule for drake um there was a really nice Project Pat feature. As soon as I saw that, like, I didn't look through the album like I normally do, but I, I had went to look f- through it as this was the next song, and I saw that Project Pat feature, and I got so excited, and it was pretty good. Like, it, it went, it delivered, for sure. Um, along with 21 Savage on Knife Talk, I think that might be my favorite song. I'm not sure. Um... As far as the production on this, it's at its greatest. Um, plenty of breaks, transitions, different sounds for every song. TSU has a nice beat drop transition a few times, but um, as f- well, let me finish talking about this. Um, I already said that. Race my mind is a nice example of when Drake sings and raps and interchangeably, and it doesn't matter. Um, Rick Ross, the king of second verses, starts off You Only Live Twice super strong, and then Lil Wayne closes it out even stronger. I mean, these are two of the best features on the fucking album. That Wayne verse was dope as hell. 
Um, but yeah, now that I want to say definitely that I was saying all that nice stuff about Drake's production, but if it's between Kanye and Drake, like Drake cannot even touch Kanye. Not obviously Drake isn't the producer; they're the artist putting out the music. But I, I'm speaking as a whole. Drake cannot touch Kanye's production. I don't know. I don't know what it is, honestly. I. I I want to say, in my mind, it's the layers. There's so much more depth to Kanye's production than Drake's. Drake's definitely feels like... Like, whenever they finish the beat, they finish the beat. But Kanye's production feels like Kanye wakes up every day and listens to every song and just adds another layer. Just whatever he's feeling that day. He's He just adds, like... Another layer of reverb, another piano sample, something like Kanye is just on a whole nother scape of existence than Drake when it comes to his uh, production and his album. And I'm trying not to. I also feel like. Kanye is a lot more original than Drake. I mean, I like I said, there were no bad songs on Certified Lover Boy. The only song that I really ended up not liking was Way Too Sexy because it felt really fucking gimmicky. Like, as soon as I forgot that it was Future that I was singing along to, I, I was just, what like, what the fuck is this? I'm too sexy for the trap too sexy for the jap like what is the jap bro is that racist i don't know but it's like are we really singing this that's probably gonna be one of the biggest songs i saw the music video the music video was pretty cool i didn't well i don't watch music videos i saw clips of it on instagram because it's drake and they're gonna blow that shit up but it was pretty cool um if i have to put if i have to rank one or the other i'm gonna put kanye over drake Without a question. Drake. Man. If I had to like. What's a good way to put it? Kanye's got a lot more memorable moments than Drake. Just in general I feel like. Drake's like a good solid catalog. But Kanye's like. That. Plus memories i don't know man like kanye can put nostalgia into a song for me the way that drake can't don't get me wrong drake has hot verses drake's got memorable songs i mean zero to a hundred all that stuff is killer i mean there's a reason he's on top but in my humble worthless opinion kanye just puts more emotion into his music puts more even when it's even back when it was him like showing off his swagger and his confidence and stuff like that was genuinely him like that was kanye and even with all this stuff going on like in kanye's life i feel like um the music is always at the forefront for him i could be wrong i don't know kanye but um, 
I don't know. For Drake, it, it just feels like more of a business thing. And I could be completely wrong. I mean, Drake could be super passionate about his music and put every fucking minute into it. But at this point, it feels like he's made it and he's just kind of putting out stuff, like collecting his check. You know what I mean? It's, there's nothing new or groundbreaking going on. While Kanye's stuff, I... Um, He's still doing new things like the drill beat. We never heard Kanye do a drill beat before. Um, his production is just getting better. I mean, all the features. Maybe I'm just dick riding, man. But I honestly don't feel like I am. I feel like Donda was a better album and it's going to be relevant a lot more longer. A lot more longer? Wow. It's going to be relevant a lot longer than um, Drake's album is. And then I also listened to White Pony by Deftones, but I didn't really write anything about that. I I, I remember what I thought. Um, it felt like they were having a lot more variance in their music, which was cool. Um, Passenger is, is a lot more low-key, I feel like. And um, I really like the progression on... Damn it, it was either Elite or Digital Bath, and I also really like the drums on that. The the drums for uh, Deftones in general, I really like. He's, he adds in a lot of upbeat uh, snare hits, which isn't super hard, but it, it's definitely like a style that I've been trying to jump into. It's uh, it's pretty recognizable too, which is cool. Um, I guess if you if you're listening for it. <clears throat> I liked all the songs on that album. Um, <clears throat> Changing the House of Flies, obviously, is the... Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Wow, my throat is just going away. Is obviously the my favorite song on, the, on that album. Um, getting pretty close to being able to play the drums on it, too. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a good album to listen through. I don't know. I should have wrote more for it, but... Once again, I was driving. I've had a lot of hour-long drives this week for work, and those suck big time, but it is a good opportunity to listen to music, because it's either that or just another podcast, you know? Or like songs on shuffle, I guess. Ugh, water. Um... I've been looking on Facebook Marketplace for a record player. No luck so far. Also been looking for an XLR interface, which I don't know if I already talked about this, but I want to get I wanted initially to get a 2 in 2 out, which means I could use two mics, but all the ones on Amazon are either pretty expensive or pretty shitty for the price. Um if it's cheap, you know, it's going to be bad quality. So I might get a four input one or more. I don't know, to be honest, because I don't want to get two and then have three people over and be like, well, fuck, you know. Plus, it's not really I don't think it's something you can upgrade. I'll just have to get a new input. So might as well go all in and get four is what I'm thinking. But I'm going to keep looking. And then I have after that. That's the shittiest part, man. After that, 
after I get the interface, that's when I can start to worry about mics, the shit that I'm actually going to speak into. I can't, I can't even, like, I'm not even thinking about that yet. I'm thinking about the fucking prerequisite. I'm thinking about the headphone jack. You know, that's the equivalent, pretty much. But we'll get there eventually. Um, yeah, I don't really have shit else to talk about, I don't think. Um, have a great weekend. Have a great Labor Day. Yeah, that's it. Um, have a good one. Be active. I don't know. Check up on your friends. There you go. <clears throat> that's a good one. Check up on your friends. You never know how they're doing. If you haven't talked to someone in a while and you it's been in the back of your head, make an effort. Reach out. I haven't seen Aiden in a week or two, so we're finna do something tomorrow if all goes to plan. Um, yeah. Alright guys, take take it easy and take care of yourselves. Bye.